Welcome to another episode of the Chill by Net podcast. This podcast is created for those who are passionate about their personal development, health, and well-being. This is a platform for you to come chill by my personal stories and weekly tips in becoming a better version of ourselves and to live a better present. But first, let's chill. My name is Jeanette. Welcome back. So I decided to do an episode today because I'm not feeling the best and you know I just also want to let you know that there are days that we can feel like we are not making any progress and we seem to find ourselves you know going back to the square one and today is precisely one of the days that I feel this way so what happened this morning was that you know my skin got inflamed and agitated again you know after two months of what I thought was already quite stabilized so for those who may not understand the context I've been battling with a physical skin condition for the past year and although it has been getting better this few months I would say but today it just got agitated and inflamed again I'm not sure why but it was probably due to the extensive sun exposure I had two days back so I was actually quite curious to see how I reacted to it because in the past I would really resent myself a lot and I would feel you know really insecure and then I couldn't function in my day-to-day and you know guess what you know today i felt the old me resurfacing you know i felt feelings of anxiety coming up and i find myself still you know unable to focus and i was unable to function how i would like to so you know i was thinking like wow after all this internal work that i've been doing for the past month i still get affected internally so i have been trying to shift my priorities right um because i used to prioritize my skin a lot and I see that as part of maintaining my overall well-being but these days I'm trying to let that thought go I was trying to kind of readjust because I didn't want it to have control over my life so today when it happened I still get affected and it made me realize that like you know things just don't change overnight and regardless how much work you have been trying to put into yourself internally we still find ourselves, you know, going back to these states of stress and anxiety from time to time. Like, you know, what happened to me today made me think that nothing is ever permanent. Like, we will just keep facing challenges along the way as we work on ourselves. So anyway, this incident inspired me to create an episode because I just want to really be open with you guys about my challenge and what I've been going through despite this wonderful journey that I have been in so far on days we can still feel really discouraged right so just really wanted to you know show you guys like the full picture so two weeks ago i actually talked about the three hour approach and you know it's an approach that it's easier said than done because you know for the past few weeks i've been trying to actively incorporate this process into my day-to-day as well but here I am telling you that you know you're not alone if you find it really hard to do I still do face a lot of challenges when I'm practicing the three-hour approach in my day-to-day and I just wanted to create this short episode to share some of my challenges that I faced so far and probably also some useful tips I've personally used which had helped me to navigate these challenges better so challenge number one I realized that it is very difficult to rest and free our minds. 
so as much as this step is about, you know, freeing our minds, you know, giving ourselves that mental break, it can be hard to do. And, you know, if we tell ourselves to not think about something, we often find ourselves focusing and having more thoughts about that thing instead, right? Because the mind is just not very good at focusing on not doing something. It's always active and it's always looking for things to think about. Like, if I find myself restraining from, let's say, a certain food, you know, I'll usually find that I will give in to the craving at the end of the day because the food just comes into my mind more, right, when we try to repress it. Hence, for this step, I recognize the challenge, so I would suggest maybe we can pair up with some form of physical activity, for instance, exercising, running, walking, so any type of physical activity that will help to focus the body on the physical requirements and, you know, brings our attention off the mind for a bit. So today morning, as I was, you know, facing all these uncomfortable feelings and intrusive thoughts, you know, what I did was I told myself to actually, you know, cut myself some slack and, you know, not to worry too much about it. You know, as with all things, it will eventually get better. And this is just one of the phase that I'm going through. So what I did was I went to make breakfast. So as I was making my breakfast, I was actually paying a lot of attention to, you know, slicing up the bread. Okay, not bread. <laughs> slicing up the avocados because my breakfast is a very standard breakfast where I'll have bread, avocado and coffee. So I'll focus on, you know, slicing up the avocado. And then when I was making my coffee... I channel my full attention on the activity instead. So it did help me to take my mind off for a while for that few brief moments when I wasn't that focused on what I was worried about. You know, I was just focusing on the activity on hand. And I think it does help. So, you know, I like to make my own breakfast and I realized that maybe one of the reasons why is because it is just the mindful act of focusing on doing something that is not very challenging because making my breakfast is the same every day is not challenging so when i do something that doesn't require a lot of mental stress and mental energy it can kind of just serve as an activity for relaxation and that is the feeling i get whenever i make my breakfast and other things i can suggest which i do on a daily basis would be to maybe look at pictures of you know beautiful places or destinations and you know whenever i do this is usually pictures of Switzerland because I love Switzerland. It has always been a country that I want to visit so bad. So when I look at it, I will usually picture this, you know, me being on that scenic landscape, you know, whenever I want to free my mind from my day-to-day -day anxious thoughts. That is what I will do. And usually it's just very easy to find pictures online or even on your Instagram feed. You can just Google Switzerland hashtag and then you can see all the pictures over there. It does give you a sense of you know, that calming feeling that will bring your mind to rest. And sometimes listening to music as well. I think listening to music helps us to, you know, perform this step better. So that's challenge number one, okay? So challenge number two, what I feel is I often find myself stuck at the reflection phase. It's hard for me to release things which isn't serving me. So this means that I can reflect and reflect and reflect, but I sometimes don't go to the next stage, which is the release part, because I can get too caught up with wanting to, you know, find the right things first before I release, which can make me feel pretty frustrated because it just makes me stuck at the stage for a very long time. 
But the thing here is, right, you know, releasing is not about waiting for the right things to happen and it's not waiting for everything to be okay and everything to be perfect. And instead, it is actually about releasing the need for things to be okay. It's about releasing the need for things to be perfect. And I know it's so hard. Like earlier this morning, I had those resentful thoughts about myself for going out and exposing myself to the sun. So I would really like criticize myself. Like, why do I have to go out and expose myself for three hours under the sun, right? Because if I didn't do that, then I wouldn't be facing this now. I wouldn't be in this anxious state now, right? So I still feel the anxiety and yet I've learned to ask myself, you know, are these thoughts serving me at the moment? You know, as much as they are hard to let go, I know, I completely know, but just the ability to be able to create a space between yourself and these thoughts, I think it's a really a very commendable thing, at least for me, because I've came a long way. In the past, I'll usually be so absorbed into these negative thoughts that, you know, one thought builds to another and these negative thoughts fit into each other and sooner or later it will become a downward spiral kind of black hole that you never find yourself getting out of it. So creating a space between ourselves and these thoughts that we are having is actually a skill to have when we are in the reflection and release stage. So this applies for not just thoughts but it could be ideas, it could be people, it could be jobs, it could be relationships. Of course, those are usually harder because we have spent a lot of time, let's say, building up a relationship or job only to find that it's not the right one for us. But, you know, sometimes, you know, the right things won't find us if we do not choose to let go. And, you know, we can't have everything and the best of all worlds at the end of the day. And that being said, I think it's good to give yourself some time to feel mentally prepared before you're able to let certain things go in your life. It can take longer than expected to get from the reflect stage to the release stage at any point. But I think that's okay because I would say go as slow as we need to, but just don't forget that we can always release something at the end of the day to be a happier self. Oh my god. I need to stop my recording for a while because some drilling is going on. Oh, okay. So yeah, just the ability to create this space between yourself and this thought is already a very commendable thing. And, you know, I am proud of myself for having done so because looking back at how far I've came, I think it's really a long way. In the past, I would usually let my thoughts define who I am. So if I'm feeling sad and if I think that I'm not good enough, I would think that I'm not good enough and that's me, you know, but... The actual thing is we are not our thoughts and the ability to create a space means that, you know, you can actually pinpoint what are you feeling, what are you thinking and, you know, you kind of take the perspective of a third party and then you observe it and observe the thoughts to see whether you want to act upon it. And the thing about knowing what thoughts you want to release, in fact, you are actually moving a step closer towards self-awareness you are learning more about yourself in the process because you know what you want. You know what serves you and what doesn't serve you. So if you're on this step, you can actually see it as, you know, you're a step closer to, you know, knowing the self. And this deserves to be celebrated, right? I mean, it's still a progress, even though you have not reached the release stage yet. But, you know, to be able to choose your thoughts, I think it already deserves celebration in itself. 
And you know, sometimes we are just so self-critical that we forget to celebrate ourselves. We forget to give ourselves credit for the things that we are doing right, that are bringing us a step closer towards finding the self. And I think that is so important to celebrate ourselves more often. Alright, so that is challenge number two. And another challenge that I would like to point out, which is also one of the biggest challenge, so when we finally take the courage to release, you know, probably with lack of jobs, relationships that we have spent years to build, or people that we have outgrown, I think the biggest challenge that comes with it is, you know, the feeling of emptiness and loneliness. You know, it creates another kind of stress as well, that these things are sometimes not in your life anymore, that previously might be part of your identity, the things that you once thought was so important to you, but now they are suddenly not in your life. So in the past, you know, many, many years ago, I feel them old when I'm saying this, but yes, it's quite a while ago. So in the past, I used to be, to a large extent, a people pleaser. So whenever my friends ask me out, I almost never say no. So I will always feel the need to, you know, meet the expectations of others, even though internally I feel that I'm not ready. So... I've came to actually let go the idea that I have to meet my friends whenever my friends ask me out. So whenever they ask me out for social gatherings, I would always be afraid of saying no because because I fear that they will be disappointed with me, right? And the feeling here is always as much as we want to, we might just not have the energy to be up for it at that particular point. And that is when, you know, we need to tell ourselves that it's alright. It doesn't make us a bad person for rejecting our friends just because we don't have the mental capacity at the moment. But the challenge here is we may feel extreme loneliness because in my case, I've, you know, let go of people's expectations of me and the context was, you know, how I spend my life living every day is just to meet all these expectations that people have of me and, you know, to make people happy. So, you know, in that way, it brings a lot of discomfort and, you know, sometimes feelings of loss where we try to release those expectations that people have on us. Feelings of loss because it's part of me and, you know, it's the way I navigate and I'm suddenly trying to change all of that, right? So there will be certain kind of discomfort and uncomfortableness to that. Because we are still humans and we still crave connection, we still crave relationships in our life, right? So we may feel alone as there are things we have to give up as part of the release process. And they are usually the things that we once thought were essential in our lives for our lives to function optimally, right? But, you know, once we give them up, we may feel unhappier instead. And it can be hard to let go of, let's say, people's perception of you as well, their unkind judgments about you, those unfair judgments that people put on you because they are real. Because they are so real and they do affect us, no matter how small a comment is or how small an opinion is or how insignificant an opinion is, it still affects us, especially for people who are more sensitive. So on this note, I do think that it's essential to let ourselves grieve over what we are supposed to. So try not to you know, suppress all these emotions that we are having. I think it's completely valid that we feel sad, we feel angry, we feel frustrated at ourselves when we let go of things that we once thought were so important. And definitely we will feel a sense of loss, a sense of loneliness, and all these emotions are completely valid and we just have to let it out in one way or another. You know, be it talking to a friend who is your safe space or 
it can just be writing it down or sometimes you know crying helps as well i cry a lot i'm not ashamed to say that i cry a few times a week right just because i have sadness and you know i just let it out and and the weird thing is when i allow myself to cry i usually cry more because i think it's just your body being trained to be better at releasing emotions and i think it's just beautiful that we are able to let all these emotions that we are feeling come out of us and that is the way to make ourselves feel better you know sometimes when we find healthy outlets to express all these emotions so of course you know there are many ways to express our emotions you know shouting at people being angry banging tables and chairs you know inflicting self harm on yourself those are what i called unhealthy ways of coping so i think it's important that we choose how we want to let all these emotions out so emotions in itself is actually neutral you know sadness anger fear you know all these emotions that you know we think are negative emotions and we try so hard to avoid these emotions they are actually neutral so we label all these emotions as negative because we see that the actions associated with it is often negative right but it is how we choose to react is how we choose to respond that makes the situation positive or negative or rather you know healthy or unhealthy how we want to let all these emotions out there are many ways to do it and it's our responsibility to choose the way we want to let all these emotions out because how we choose to respond defines who we are as well so in my mind if let's say i want to be a responsible person i want my loved ones to be happy so if this is the person that I'm working towards, then of course, the type of response that I choose to deal with my emotions naturally will be one that wouldn't inflict self-harm on myself or onto others. And at the end of the day, we really do need to give ourselves time for this because as the saying goes, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. This is what my partner always likes to tell me. So I do agree with that. You know, as much as we are making progress by taking the first step out to release what isn't serving us, I think we have to give ourselves the time to get used to the uncomfortableness, the discomfort and the pain that comes with it before any changes can actually stabilize, right? It's never a one-way street when it comes to healing. We often find ourselves going back again and again, but it's how we pick ourselves up. It's how we choose to respond when we find ourselves going back to the square one. You know, we can think that ah, all this work that we have been doing, right? It doesn't make me, it doesn't bring me anywhere. Or we can choose to see that, you know, we have been making significant progress and, you know, all these are just part of the journey to bring us closer towards where we want to go, right? So again, you know, trust the journey, have faith in it. And, you know, I just feel that each of us are so strong in our own ways and as much as we might feel that we are not making any progress, you know, we are. And it's just not very visible sometimes, but we are still making progress. And, you know, sometimes we just have to know that. And that itself will give us the encouragement to move forward. And on this note, I would like to say that, you know, if you find yourself, you know, still feeling stuck and all after all this work that you have been trying to do, I think it's okay to seek mental health intervention, you know, seek a therapist whom you can trust and talk to because it's worth it, right? Our peace is worth it. Our mental health is worth it. So, you know, I came across this quote that says, growth is uncomfortable, but so is staying where you have outgrown. So this means that, you know, both is uncomfortable, 
be it staying in a relationship that you know isn't right for you, it's going to be uncomfortable, right? But breaking out from the relationship is going to be equally challenging as well. So nothing is easy at the end of the day. So to me, staying somewhere that I've outgrown or where I don't belong, I think that is often a more miserable type of uncomfortable to me. So and hence, I just want to encourage all of us to choose wisely because everything is hard at the end of the day. Releasing something is hard. Letting go of something is hard. We just have to choose our heart based on what truly matters to us. And during the difficult times, we practice healthy coping mechanisms and remind ourselves that, you know, we are making progress no matter how small the progress is and just keep going. So at the end of the day, the rest, reflect and release approach, the way I see it is like a cycle. When we start to release, we can sometimes also then find more time to rest and reflect, which is the first two steps of the 3R approach. And this ultimately brings us a step closer towards finding the self. And looking at it from a bigger picture, I do find that it's a rewarding process for me at the end of the day. Thanks for chilling in. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. You can also connect with me on Instagram at chillbynet or my website chillbynet.com to join the conversation and assess our show notes. Have a great day and we'll chill again very soon.